You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi guys, welcome to session eight with Allie. I am so pumped for you to hear this session because I think what's so interesting is to see how quickly, you know, things can shift in business and how sometimes we have those ups and then the downs and kind of to normalize it all. So I feel like last session was almost just like a celebration of like how good things are feeling, how far she's come this session. She's definitely having a a bit of a harder time and struggling with a few things a little bit more, but I think that's really important to see is that it changes on any given week sometimes. And none of that's wrong, number one. And number two, it's normal. And number three, it goes by quickly. So, you know, as much as this might be a hard week, next week might not be at all, right? And so when we can see that in someone else, it's easier to recognize that in ourselves because sometimes when we're having a hard week, we think it's gonna last forever versus being able to see that that's not really true. So I hope this episode supports you on all of those levels. I hope it reminds you that it's okay and that those feelings are valid, but it doesn't mean they will last forever and that it doesn't mean you're still not growing and evolving as it goes. Hi. Hi, hi. Happy Monday. Monday. My favorite. Actually, I almost just second guessed myself. I was like, wait, is it Monday? But it, it in fact is Monday. Yes. <laughs> yes. After all of the snow days and the craziness. And yeah, I don't know what day it is at all. You're like not the person to ask. No. Right? And also, it's 11 below here. <gasps> what? Yeah, like where it hurts your face what? to go outside. I'm not down with this. I'm not, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> I mean, this Florida girl can't even process what that feels like. Like, I don't, like, my brain de- was like does not compute. Yeah, this entire week, the high of the week is seven degrees. Wowza. Yeah, I want to move. <laughs> Wow, what do, what does one do? Like, what if you have a dog? Okay, this is not a relevant question, but I need to know the answer. Like, what does the dog do? Well, see, that's the problem is that our big dog loves snow. Oh. So he doesn't like to come inside when it's like 19 degrees. So now I have to fight with him constantly of get inside. Stop. It's way too cold. <laughs> Oh my god! And it snows. It just keeps snowing, so the snow just keeps getting more. And he's more. like, "This is amazing." Yeah, he's in love with it. Wowza! The little one doesn't even pretend to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. <laughs> it's a hard pass for him. <laughs> so funny! Oh my gosh! So but yeah, funny. it's a problem. He is crazy because he needs to go on walks. <laughs> Okay, I have to. My brain has to let that go. I'm like, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Anyway, yep, yeah. Um, hi, what's going on? Give me an update. Oh, where to start? I kind of updated you on all the things in base camp, like I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, project management, client workflow. I was falling into the Alicia trap of 
burn down the system and build all new. And I'm so glad I caught myself because bringing on the project manager, like that's not what I was looking for. And that's not really what I needed. Like my system's not broken. I just needed more support. (laughs) So that was a big realization for me last week. Um, Mm -hmm. And also like you kind of talked to me about of, I need to be the one to vocalize the things that I need instead of, okay, you tell me what would be best. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know I do that. So yeah, I when I worked on the um, workflow and like task management, I put like alley task, project manager task. Like, so I tried to be very clear of this is what I'm looking for. And I we're, we're going we're gonna to work on building that all out this week. So. Okay, so good. Yeah. I think like such a helpful lesson too, right? Where it's like you are almost kind of defaulting to that place of like, well, like she is supposed to tell me and then I have to make it work versus like, wait, no, I hired her to make it work for me, right? Oh, honestly, like I think, (laughs) you know, all of the best ideas come to you when you shower. (laughs) Always. I've been standing there and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I looking to her to tell me what would be the best to manage a project for me? And I was like, I fully went back to that whole mess that I always do to myself of, well, this is what you do professionally. You must know better than me. Mm -hmm. Yet. I mean, also she doesn't know. She, I mean, she does, but she doesn't know. Like I'm the designer. I have to know the steps that I take. I have to know where clients need to contact me back. And I, I was just falling into that circle of she'll tell me and then I'll just make it work and then it won't work and then I'll be disappointed in the process and <laughs> it, none of that needed to happen. It was just me not vocalizing what I needed. <laughs> so really good conversation here at the beginning around hiring someone to help you make it work versus hiring someone because you think they must know better, right? So, so different. So that's kind of what the conversation that Allie and I had had in Basecamp that she's referencing where she was kind of getting a little unsure about what to do with the project management stuff. And that was sort of my reminder to her is like, you hired someone to help you make this work. You didn't hire her because you think she just knows all the things better. That's the pattern we're trying to get out of. And I see so many people do that. Even whether that's with a coach, like your coach doesn't always know better. They're there to help you make it work for you to ask the right questions, to have a lens that you can't see, but not to just always know better. I think Allie has totally illustrated that for us this season where she made so many hires thinking that other people knew better. And now she's kind of rebuilding that because she sort of, you know, did a lot of things that she wouldn't do. Like ultimately we are the expert on ourselves and on our business. No one is with us more than us. No one is in our business more than us, right? So when we can really own that and see that the people we're hiring are there to help support that, it get so different and so much more empowering. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's like a big breakthrough though, right? It really was. And you know, (laughs) also I don't like to feel like people are going to be mad at me. You know, that's one of my things. So I felt like I was being very bossy when I like sent the message and, you know, laid out all of the tasks and you just kept Like, I kept going back to your message of, you're just informing her what you need. She can't read your mind or guess. Yeah. And it's so true because I always do that when I hire people. Like, oh, well, they have to know better than me. Maybe they're going to tell me the one thing that was missing. 
Maybe they're going to have that magic that just makes it all work. Well, again, nothing was not working for me. I just couldn't handle Mm -hmm. all of it. (laughs) So, yeah. Yes. What a thing, too, to be like nothing was not working, right? I mean, honestly. I just literally need help executing. Yes. It was – I mean, the parts that I – And I mean, I had messaged you about this too, like the parts that were starting to get very stressful to me and were triggering for me is when clients wanted updates. Well, they want updates Mm -hmm. because I need, and I had wanted this forever. I mean, I think I've been talking for about it for a year. I talked to my past coach about it of, I want somebody to be able to hop in and send weekly updates to my clients and let them know where they are and what due dates are coming up. I just couldn't make time for all of it Mm -hmm. as much as Mm -hmm. I wanted to. So nothing was broken. I just needed that extra support there. Right. So, yeah. And then when I get that extra support, it's just on me to tell her how she can support me, right? Right. And I think like what what I'll say, and I I would, you know, definitely say like if you asked Megan this or so many of the women that I know that do like done for you kind of work. I mean, you even, right? Like it's so much easier when the person is – really communicating what they need versus like when we're having to gas and then they're being like, well, that's not quite how I wanted it or that's not <laughs> quite what I meant. And da, da, da. so like you're really giving her such a gift. <laughs> right. I mean by just fully articulating it instead of her having to gas so that like quote unquote you don't seem mean. But like you both never get there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like back to that point. So I was writing this message out and seriously at the end I sent I hope you don't want to punch me in the face. Like, <laughs> I was so nervous of, please don't be mad because I know we worked on the other way, but I don't want it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I completely default to that. So she's fine and not mad, but also like good reminder that like I could just do that earlier next time even. Right. I just need to like, I'm so glad that I noticed it. I just need to be more yeah. confident in trusting myself, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's my issue. Isn't that what we're here for? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that what what it's doing for you is it's really giving you that self-trust evidence too of like, wait, if I would have trusted myself from the beginning, this would have been even easier. So it's beautiful because it's building that up, which you've been looking for too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I can tell a huge transformation with that, even just in the way that I've been journaling through Happy Magic. I mean, yeah. The way that I'm writing now compared to what I would have wrote before, like when I say I could do this instead, now I'm like, no, I am doing this. Right. So, yeah, big shifts. So exciting. Um, And you got your um, new process mostly together. I watched The Loom this morning and loved it. Yeah, I had my first call with a client like going through the process and God, why didn't I do this so long ago? (laughs) I mean, seriously, just to be able to go down through the page and be like, do you want this? Yes, no. Do you want this? Yes, no. Okay, perfect. Let's Uh, get this going. Such a good feeling, right? It was. And even now sitting down to design it, like everything's there already that I don't have to be what what should come next? What what could I put here? You know, like it's just, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm pumped. All the yes. (laughs) Yes. All the yeses in the world. All the yes. Okay. 
So tell me kind of what feels like is on deck. So that's kind of moving. That's ready to go. Like what else feels like the most important thing? Um, So I've been doing your one week on copy. Um, So I've been kind of like messing around with that at night. So that's kind of next on my list of really getting that hammered out and updating my site. So all of that makes sense. But also while I have been working on that, obviously, and I had sent this to you in Basecamp too, like the whole pricing thing keeps coming up for me of like, we all know that I didn't want to set a number goal and I still Mm -hmm. don't want to focus on like hitting a 15K month every month or something like that. But I do, I want to know that I'm hitting the one thing that I can support what I want. And I don't know how I could get there with the time that I have and realizing, especially since, I mean, these since January, everything's been a shit show, you know, like mm-hmm. holiday break and then snow days and life comes up all the time. And I know that I barely have the 25 hours. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it just, and I mean, everybody with their kids in public school knows, like, I swear there's at least four to five days every single month that the kids aren't in school. So then he's home for that. And I forget to take that into account when I'm planning out my calendar. So I mean, coming up next week, he's home three days in a row again. Okay. So I just really, that started like kind of getting heavy for me of, okay, I pretend that I can get all this work done and I pretend that I can make all of this money doing this, but I don't know how to make that actually like work together and come to life and still have a breathing moment because I've been working ridiculous hours at night (laughs) and on weekends, just to stay on my calendar as it is. Mm-hmm. And is that still for the same reason that we talked about before, where it's like, we really just crammed all those people in? Or is what f- is freaking you out more like, I just don't see how it could happen moving forward? Um, well, I know right now that's the trade off. Like, I know that. Okay. And also because, I mean, I was building out the framework, and I'm still trying to like work on my messaging. So it feels a lot. But it also but. kind of came to, well, that's but it also kind of came to me of I want to go get a massage if I want to. Like I want to do the self-love things that we have talked about that I can enjoy things again without being so stressed that I can't even fit just the work in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also like I don't want it to be that I'm trying to like skirt away and not do the work in the hours that I have. But I I mean, as we talked, like I kind of forgot why I had built this business and how it could support me. And now I feel like I'm getting back into the, you have to hustle hard to make all the money. I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) Okay. I'll just tell you what's coming up for me, but I think it's more like we almost like (laughs) sometimes can get ourselves in this place where like whatever we have going on, we almost want the opposite, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. right. So it's like when I have all the time, I'm kind of quick to be like, where are more clients? I wish I was busier. Why is this not taking off? And then sometimes we get the clients and we're like, wait, I really miss having all that free time. What is going on? So so either is fine, but we want to like not swing the pendulum too far the other way and kind of get to that place of like, okay, well, what do you really want here? What are we really creating that feels like it's sustainable long term versus like it's easy to kind of play that game with yourself? Does that make sense? It does. So what do you think is true there? Like, what's, like, the ultimate goal there? 
I don't feel like that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I mean, I do know that I feel like very overloaded, but it's also, I want to be able to create new things and Mm -hmm. I want to be able to have that space on my calendar. And if I take like, let's just say, okay, so my full package and I book three of those, Mm -hmm. I don't have like three of them for the month. I don't have space to do any of that. Like the Mm -hmm. alley B side. Yeah. So you just want to decide what's the, what's the trade-off that feels good to you there. Does that make sense? Where you might be like, for a little bit, I want to take on three. I want to build up that income. I want to build up my process. I want to get the OBM really operating. If I'm booking three clients, I don't need to create a bunch of other stuff for a time being. And then once I do that, like then I might decide from there, okay, I actually want to only take two clients a month because I want to create this thing. And then maybe after you create that thing, you want to take three again. But like it's really more like an ebb and a flow versus like a hard and fast. Does that make sense? Something I just really want to normalize here is that we all have hard decisions to make in business and times where we work more or times where we work less. And that's the game and the trade-off of having your own business, right? It doesn't mean you're fucking it up because (laughs) you have hard decisions to make or because you have things to deal with. I mean, especially as your business grows, that's going to be truer and truer. And so the more that you can kind of normalize that and make that okay, the better. I think we can all see that so much of where Ali has struggled in the past has really been in thinking that that shouldn't be the case or that that meant she was like messing it up, right? And so really, really helpful just to see here that it's true that it can be frustrating. It's true that, you know, it's something we have to handle, but it's not true to say that it's just her or that it means she's messing it up. It's all of us. I'm constantly making challenging decisions, deciding what trade-off feels best to me as my business continues to grow. And actually, sometimes that's the metric of growth is having those new decisions to make. So if you're feeling the same, if you resonate with that, you know, please do not let the online space fool you into thinking that you are the only one in that position because everyone is, whether that's the clients that I have that are just getting their first client or the clients that I have that are on their way to multiple seven figures, like it's all true that we always have to play this game. But again, it's also the fun of it if you lean into that. So anyway, perspective and permission there. It does. Okay, but? But like booking two a month won't get me the number that I need to be able to keep Mm -hmm. you on or keep my project manager on or, you know, like that's where it's coming up for me of, I don't know if my pricing's off and I need to raise my pricing or if it's that I just need to realize this is how it's going to be and I need to either figure out different hours or. Well, I think that it's almost like one thing at a time is what comes up for me. So it's almost like if I can prove to myself that this new process works and I can book three clients and I can get that income up, then can I decide how else to scale from there kind of thing versus almost like trying to to see it all at once, right? So, you know, who knows? This, you don't actually know yet. Like this new process might save you a shitload of time. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like, right? Do you know what I mean? Like we almost haven't really gotten to play that out. Like you're still working out a lot of stuff with the project manager. So that also might save you a shitload of time, right? Mm. Right. So you kind of don't want to play for like the 
next step until we know what happens with those steps. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Not that we don't have that as the goal. Not that we're not like, okay, we're fully clear that like we want to hit this income level. It's just that like you have kind of almost like two irons in the fire that could really change that. And you almost have to see those through before we would know what else even needed to shift. Does that make sense? It does. And I think it's just because like I get so wrapped up in, I want to stop being on my laptop every single night for hours and working on the weekends. Like those were things that I promised that I would never do. And I'm just doing it all the time right now. And it's content creation, it's working on client stuff, but and that's the trade-off. Like, I'm so busy, which is awesome. And then, of course, you know, craps shoot with school and, you know, everything. So I, I understand all of that. I just, I feel very overwhelmed that this is going to be, like, constant instead of me being able to schedule in, like, content writing during the week or... Okay, but here's how I'm understanding it, and you tell me if this is true. The reason it's happening right now is because we still have a lot of clients on the old process and because you kind of maybe overpromised on timelines there. Shh, that's not true. <laughs> and look, there's silence on teasing you. <laughs> is it maybe true? Yes, but I just like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm probably overanalyzing it. It's okay if it's it. not. Tell me if it's not and we can fix it. But like, Basically, I don't want to fix an old problem. Does that make sense? Right. I just like I sat down and my crazy brain, like I put the hours that I believe this process is going to take. And again, we don't know that. So I understand that. Yep. Okay. But I mapped that out and how many hours I would have and then how much time I would have left. And I just I worry about and I shouldn't worry. I guess it doesn't matter now until it happens. But. I worry that I'm just never going to get out of that cycle of having to squeeze things in all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the first thing I would really think about there then is like, how do we make this process take less time? Well, and that's, I mean, that's what we're doing right? with the whole process. So I, I won't know until I know. <laughs> and I understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the whole goal isn't, I mean, of course we can like continue. I would get a couple clients at the the new um, you know, the new process and then we can, you know, always raise the rates from there kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I think like the number one would be like, we need this stuff to start taking less time. But again, like, I think that was the project manager hire. That was all that kind of stuff. I really feel like it's just, you know, we need to get a better grasp on what that looks like. Obviously you're kind of guessing right now and that's totally okay to make that guess. But like from that gas, the only thing that makes sense is to be like, well, then how do we make this process take less time? But then we know we already have like an iron in the fire to do that. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So I feel like, like, I mean, when is this kind of like sprint of like old clients, things I said yes to over? <laughs> End of March. End of March. Mm-hmm. Pretty much to get all of the projects done. And I mean, that's still taking new projects that are going to be starting and working those in. I mean, so like, listen, obviously, like, that's, you know, something where you're either going to be like, cool, I'm going to hang for it till the end of March. Or you're going to be like, do I need to hire like someone else to help me with design or stuff like that? I don't think that's what 
you want to do. But like, I think that you're kind of stuck either way almost if you're like, well, I know it's going to go till um, the end of March, but I'm like wanting that to be different right now. Or I just need to reach out to these clients and move some of their timelines, honestly. Because part of the reason we're here is because of that, right? What you thinking? I don't like any of those options. Do you have like a D or an E that I could look at? <laughs> I mean, probably just burn it all down, right? Yeah, just quit. I'm just going to quit. <laughs> just fuck week. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, what I will say, though, is even if we don't like all the options and I hear you, it's still good to remember that we have them, right? Like You might never choose the option of like move everyone's timeline. I'm not sure. But it's good to know that that still exists as an option, right? Right. It's even if you don't choose the option of hire another designer, it's still good to know that exists as an option. Yeah. And I I have a girl that I do bring on to projects Mm -hmm. to give me more space. And it's, yeah, I'm just in a holding pattern. And I guess I'm, it sucks and I'm stressed right now, but I have to just get through it. (laughs) Well, So, right. So even again, options there. I have to make a change or I have to figure out what's the best way to manage the stress. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to manage the stress, I guess. Well, I mean, part of it is just how do I not make it wrong? Right. Mm. Like, I think where you're really sticking yourself a little bit is being like, I'm it's, I feel super wrong for working on weekends as an example, right? Yeah. And so I either have to decide if I'm going to do that, I have to be like, I'm so proud of myself that I'm kind of willing to show up for my business. I'm so proud of myself that I serve my clients really well. I'm so proud of myself that like, I'll make the, um, you know, the hard decision when I need to. Or again, I need to be like, I'm just not available for that. And so if that means I have to move people's timelines out, if that means I have to like, go back to the drawing board and have some new conversations with people, What I, like, then whatever, I will. But, like, I think where you're getting the most overwhelm and stress is that you feel wrong no matter what you do or, like, all of these options feel wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. So number one is just whatever I pick, I got to not make wrong. Just, like, if I pick go to those clients, I have to be, like, I can't be in the mindset of like, this means I suck as a business owner, right? Yeah. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Thank you, suck. Yep. Listen, everybody has this. Everybody has these decisions to make at different points. This isn't like an, a you-specific thing. This is like an everyone thing, right? I know. So you don't suck. This is just kind of part of the annoyance that is the game of business. I don't like to be wrong or let people down. And I mm-hmm. I know that it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of those things where I think what you're kind of going through right now, let's not pretend it doesn't suck, but <laughs> it's also so good for you because it's really putting you in a position to to realize that so much of like the struggle has been not wanting to let people down, which leaves me in a position of feeling like totally overwhelmed and like I want to let them down, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And then it becomes this like super vicious cycle. So as much as it's annoying while you're in it, it's super exciting to be able to be like identifying these patterns and being like, oh, I see how saying yes when I meant no is what 
got me here. I see how, you know what I mean? Like overgiving to other people is what's making this happen. Okay. Like I don't have to be mad at myself about it, but fuck, it's great to know that because I just won't make that decision again. Cause I don't want to feel like this again. What do you think about that? Well, I would like to say that I won't do that again, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't realize it before I do it. That's my problem. I'm getting better. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's true anymore. I think you're like way more aware of it now than you've ever been. Yeah. Yes, by far. And I think you've also done it a few times now. Right? Like sent the hard message to the project manager or whatever, right? Right. So, I mean, it doesn't mean you're not going to have to catch yourself, but I think it's unlikely that you'll find yourself in this same position without stopping it again. Does that make sense? Does that feel true? Are you like, yeah, I'm just saying it, but. No, it's true. Okay. So what are we going to do then? Do you think it's definitely just something you're going to kind of like hang for for a little bit? Or do you think you need to definitely have some like client conversations here? No, I just have to get it done. Because honestly, if I push them back or have the hard conversation, like, A, that's going to be a huge challenge for me. Not up for Mm -hmm. it right now. (laughs) But B, Mm -hmm. it's just going to push more timelines back. And I, mm-hmm. I'm just ready to move forward with the new process and have this mm-hmm. ease and get excited about designing. And I just, I'm ready for new. I just need to get this done. And again, I know it feels super heavy because I'm trying to figure out the workflow for everything. And then I have some clients here and then I have to message them over here. And it's just a mess right now. Like it's a horrible, yeah. messy middle. Mm-hmm. And I want it gone and I want it fixed and I want that yesterday. <laughs> Here's the problem slash the best thing. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yes. You have called in growth. You have called in more self-trust. Like you have been so clear that these are all things that you want, right? Yes. Welcome to the process to get you there. <laughs> The universe is like hand delivering it on a platter. And you're like, well, fuck, this isn't what I meant. That's not what I asked for. I was specifically said with ease. Every with time. ease. <laughs> Come on, bitches. Right? Um, and I'm totally teasing <laughs> Sorry, you and not trying me. to make light. Uh, no, it's okay. Not trying to make light of um, how how tough it feels or whatever. But I do think it's like really beautiful sometimes to be like, oh, oh, this is the actual deal for me. Like if my perfectionist and wanting to please everyone can sit in the middle of this mess right now, that's my win. That's where the game changes. So Allie is really in that messy middle right now, right? Of where changes have been made, huge mindset shifts have occurred, but she's sort of living in the old (laughs) process a bit still. She's living in that old decision of I will say yes to everyone. So she's in that place where she can see all the changes coming. She can see this new way of thinking about things, but she's sort of still in the mess of the transition, right? And so that is the hardest part because you're in it and you can see how you wouldn't do that again, right? But I really want to give her credit and I want perspective for all of you that That is the best thing that you could have happen because what many people do is spend years avoiding that messy middle, doing everything in their business 
to not have to get there. I mean, I think Allie would for sure say that that has been true for her, that she spent a really long time not doing so many of these things because of that reason. She didn't want to be in that messy middle, right? And so it's really empowering when you can see like, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is hard. Yes, I can see that I wouldn't do this again, but I'm so proud of myself for being willing to go through this to get to the other side versus I'm always going to stay on this side because I never want to deal with that messy middle, right? So just know that any big change you're going to make in your business is probably going to have something like that associated with it. I don't know any client that's, you know, made a pretty big shift in their business process or model or support team or whatever that hasn't had to go through some version of the messy middle. It's just trusting yourself enough to go through it, trusting you can manage your own feelings and emotions enough in the middle of it to get to the other side. And that's where all your power lies, right? Because then you know that you can do that again and you build that self-trust up over time. Right? Yep. If I can do whatever it is that I need to do, whether that's like hire someone, have a conversation with a client, just stick it out, whatever, and see and prove to myself that I made this transition through a mess while it felt really, really hard, while it felt like I was having to re-decide and re-get invested in this all the time. Like, oh my gosh, like literally I can do anything. Does that feel true when I say that? Mm -hmm. It sure feels like a good book I could read when you say that. (laughs) Yeah, except that you don't have to just read it. You get to experience it. It's even more exciting. Yes. Do you see how this is like the opportunity though? Like when I say it that way? Yes. And do you know how annoyed with myself I'm going to be whenever this episode airs and I'm on the other side of it? Yes. It's going to be so good though. Yeah. Because you're going to see the growth then. So again, you can kind of see that two ways. You can be like, oh, I'm going to be so mad at myself. Or you can be like, oh my God, I'm going to be like just basking in how proud of myself I am. Which, you know, more that one, right? Yes. But like you, what would you do in the past if you were in this situation? (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going. Hope I change something sometime. Well, then I'd probably try to hire somebody that would know better than uh-huh. me. And yep. Uh huh. I, I mean, I'm not sure who I would have even looked for at that point, but I would have found somebody, I'm sure, from some sales. Somebody page. would have taken your money for <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> okay. And then, what? and then I would have wasted my time doing all of that to find out to know that it wasn't going to work because it wasn't built for me. And then mm-hmm. I was in the same spot. And either way, you would have gotten through the messy middle. It's just how much would you have made yourself wrong and overinvested in the process? Yes. Yes. So that's interesting. Is it? Who's it interesting to? Yeah. <laughs> Primarily me at this point, but. <laughs> I suppose it could be in the future. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because, like, The win that you can take out of this right now is that I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the thing where I think I don't know what's going on or I tap out because it's hard. I'm seeing all my options on the table. I could hire a designer. I could rework projects. I could just 
work through this. I could work through the stress by feeling like I'm doing a great job, blah, blah, blah. I can see all the options on the table. And I know there's not some other magic pill that someone can give me that makes all that different. Right. Do you see what a big fucking deal that is? Yes. I mean, when you lay it out there like that, Lizzie, you have a point. Right? (laughs) Sometimes I have those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when I know there's not some magic pill that anyone can give me to make this different, guess what happens? I make the changes and the decisions. All my power is returned to me, right? Yeah. And even if I feel annoyed about it, even if I feel like annoyed about hanging for the next month or whatever, I don't feel disempowered and that's the difference. Really love this conversation because Allie's growth edge is totally, totally, totally to recognize that there is not some magic pill that will make all the difference and solve everything, right? I feel like so much of her lesson right now is that some things in business will be messy. Sometimes there will be hard weeks. Sometimes there will be annoyed clients, things like that. But can it still be good and okay even in all of that? So this moment of being like, I really overbooked myself (laughs) through March and no matter what I did, even if I changed my price, even if I reworked my whole calendar, even if like I found someone I could hire to help me with this, like that would still be true. Like I already know what the opportunities are, right? And I think that's just so powerful because I think our space so often kind of tricks us into thinking that what Allie has said before, someone else has all the answers. And if you know, you're know you in a mess, there's something that can fix it in 2.5 seconds. And of course, Allie can fix some of this, right? Like it's not to say that she can't, it's just that when she sees all the options laid out, she's not like wanting to do any of those. So our tendency is to think, well, fine, what else can I do? There has to be this other way where I don't have to have a difficult conversation or, you know, I don't have to put in that extra work or whatever. Instead, our power is in being like, okay, cool. I trust myself to pick from these options, right? And to not go searching for the magic pill that gets me further and further off course, right? So really, really powerful to be able to recognize that because that's what puts you back in your power. And it's also what lets you do the both and, i.e., I can feel the feels and frustration of this and process it and feel empowered at the same time. And again, that's sometimes what our space tells you is wrong. If you're feeling feels, you should do something to fix it as quickly as possible. Something has gone wrong versus like, I can still be uber empowered and decide what I'm gonna do here. And I can still feel frustrated about it. I can still cry about it. All of those kind of things, right? So really, really important moment here. Right. Does that actually feel different yet or not quite? Either either answer is fine. It does. It does? Mm-hmm. It does. Okay, talk to me about that. It's it's just making me realize like every time I've been in this position is because I didn't abide by due dates or clients didn't abide by due dates and then my schedule got all mm-hmm. out of whack and the people pleasing side of me was you can just figure it out and fit it all in. And then I stress out. Mm-hmm. So I can see it all. Yeah. I can see it all unfolding. I know what's happening now. Moving forward, I just need to lay them out and stick with them. And 
not just me stick with them, like help my clients stick to it because that's been like my main issue of I took like, you know, I took due dates off because I felt like I was putting too much pressure on them and then things were getting moved, you know, like, but all that did was get me here. Mm-hmm. So I have to lead the process and I have to lead it for myself mm-hmm. and for the client. Mm-hmm. And listen, it doesn't mean you don't get to feel overwhelmed, right? It doesn't mean you don't get to like fucking cry it out or feel super pissed or frustrated about it or whatever, but it just means that you're still empowered even in that. And that's what's different, right? Like before when you would like cry it out or feel upset, it felt like something has to change right now versus like the win for you here is being like, I see how I got here. I see what the lesson is. I see how I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make myself right. And I can still feel the feelings around that. Are we, are you with me there yet? (laughs) I'm with you. What about the feel the feels part? Well, since this is the first time I've cried on the podcast so far, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that feel okay to be able to just let yourself do that? Or is there a story that something is wrong if I'm doing that? Oh, God, no, I'm a crier. It's fine. hmm But I mean, like, you know, I'm feeling, like, is there something wrong that I'm feeling this way? No, I don't, I don't feel that way at all. I just, I get mad because I did this to myself and I know that. And then I try to fix it and there's no fixing it. I just have to get through it. Right. Well, I mean, the fix is on its way, but I just have to get through this. This was not supposed to go this way. Oh, oh no, it wasn't. (laughs) No. Oh, shoot. Why didn't I get the memo? I know. You were supposed to be like, sure, raise your price by $1,000, make all the money that you want, and let's move on. Just kidding. I mean, you could totally raise your price by $1,000. I'm not opposed (laughs) to that. I just don't think it fixes that right now either. I know. If you're down for raising your price, like, let's rock on that. It's just a different conversation, right? I know. And that was me trying to take the easy way out of, it'll feel better in the future if I just do this. Mm. But thanks for mind mapping me and making me go mm. here. Mm. Here I am. Yeah. You want to hang up on me a little bit? <laughs> no. I mean, you told me I wouldn't <laughs> like you some days. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Nothing is stopping you. For, if that feels really good for you, like, I'm down. Like, go change it on your website tomorrow, right? Mm. Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm with you. That's a whole nother conversation. Let's let's just recap for a second here, though. When it feels like there's nothing else to do right now, can we fully see that, like, you for sure could change client dates or you for sure could hire design help? Does that feel true and clear? Well, I mean, they're true and clear. You just don't want them, which is okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I realize I have those options. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. I just don't like any of them. That's me. So the, what's the option I like the most out of all the options I don't like? <laughs> None. <laughs> okay. We can't get off this call until we have an <laughs> option I like the most. So <laughs> We doing this. <laughs> I know. 
Well, I already have to move some things around because clients said certain dates wouldn't work. So I just need to sit and look at it again. And I hate looking at my calendar. Like, obviously, that's why I didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I hate having the conversation with clients of, hey, just kidding. Because then I feel like I'm going back on my word. They're the ones saying dates don't work. Yeah. Well, aside from that, like if I reevaluated to different clients, like then I feel like I lied or I'm not holding true to what I should be providing. Mm. Or for fun, maybe it's just that they hired one amazing human running a business and sometimes you're going to be a human and say like, Hey, truthfully, I overshot that. Here's what's realistic. Can we have a conversation around what that looks like? Mm -hmm. Or maybe better said, hey, since you didn't get me the stuff on time, I tried to overshoot it to make it work, but that's not really going to happen. And here's why. Yes. That's the option I like the best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, okay. Why don't we do that one then? Because then I'd have to have a hard conversation. Oh, oh right. yeah. You know, that's yeah. why I just wanted to skip over all of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have officially decided on option that I like the best. Okay, so I was really giving Allie a hard time here on why she has to have an option that she likes the most, right? Because otherwise, we'll end up picking what defaults us to an old pattern. Right. So you can see how Ali was kind of initially making the case for just like working through it. Right. Like picking that she doesn't want to disappoint people versus what she wants most. But when we say, no, 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 you have to pick the option you like the most. I'm not saying you have to like any of them, but which one do you like the most? Right. It really changes the game. And it kind of showed her, well, what I would like the most is moving it. I just, you know, I'm scared about some of those hard conversations. Cool, so then it really moves us forward in a different way, right? So really excited to hear her kind of vocalize that and say, well, the one I would like the most is this, and then to see, again, that empowerment of, okay, so I can make that happen. Oh, that's totally in my power to go do. Oh, I can fully have that conversation. Do you see how it's like what I was talking about before? It's like realizing there's no magic pill returns your power to you. And then from that place of power, when I pick the best option, even if I don't love any of them, I still feel powerful in doing something about it, right? So those two are so intertwined and it's so important. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't feel scary or uncomfortable. Of course, Allie's biggest edge is to go have these conversations, but it's also where the growth is gonna lie in deciding, well, this one feels best and I'm willing to do the really scary, uncomfortable thing to get there. That is where we build self-trust and that's when things really start to shift. Look at that, I can hang up now. (laughs) (laughs) I backed myself into a corner. See you next week. So you do know though, but like that's better because you were kind of leading me to believe that option you like best was just hang for it. Well, yeah. And this is not true. No. Okay. So then we got to make some moves here. Yes. Is it true to, 
is it true that there are definitely people who just did not get you the stuff on time, which is why you tried to move up their date and now that's not working? Well, it's not because there weren't dates. So it's not like they didn't do it on time. The way the okay. process was supposed to go was whoever turned it in first gets placed on the calendar and then you go accordingly. Yes. Okay. But I didn't. And that's my fault. But you didn't I do didn't that. do that. Right. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. They all turned mm-hmm. it in the same time. Ah. Mm-hmm. I must get it all done because I am a superhero. Yeah. Okay. So then the conversation with them would just be like, hey, it's it really was first come, first serve. Like when I'm like actually sitting down to calendar all this out, here's what's realistic. Here's what the timeline is. Let me know if that works for you kind of thing. Yes. I think that makes sense. It mm-hmm. does. Right? Yeah. How many people do we need to have that conversation with? Or do you not even know because you need to look at the calendar that you don't want to look at? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. Yep. It gives okay. me anxiety. Okay, We're making progress. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm feeling it. We're looking at it. This is good. Yes. Okay, I do need to go back to the emails that I got and re like readjust the ones that had said they need to be adjusted and then take mm-hmm. a look at it again. I would say probably at least three. Okay, three. How here's another question. I don't know if this is possible. Mm-hmm. Let me just make a note so we make sure I have the number three written down so you can't get out of that one. Um <laughs> I don't know how far you are with any of them. And again, just like feel free to tell me if this is not a viable option. But I wonder if a secondary option is not to say to them, but I do have this new process that I've set up that we could potentially try that might make it go faster. No. So I only have like, let me look over here. My color coded over here. I only have like four that are hard on the last process. The rest of my projects are on the new. I'm moving forward with the new process already. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've already written they've already written all of their copies, so I don't want to go in and like adjust that. But I on my back end can use my framework and just plug their copy in trying to figure out where it goes and if I need to adjust. So hopefully all of the design now that I have that all done will go a lot faster. Okay. So that might even be something to pay attention to, too. Like, can can I even time myself on all of that to start getting, like, a better feel for if this is making sense with the new process, right? Yes. And I need to start time tracking. Okay. I'm going to put that time tracking new people. New process. Okay, great. So there's three people we're going to go have a conversation with. We're going to get those moved. We're going to time track the new process. And then maybe within the week, we could look at the calendar again and then reevaluate like, cool, with all of that being moved, does it make sense to raise prices? Does it make sense to figure something else out pretty quickly? Yeah. I can do that. How good is that? You can do hard things. Either way, it's going to be a tough thing. So you might as well do the thing that actually feels better, right? Yeah. And so it's crazy because again... I did this to myself and I know this. Like I kind of even knew when I started doing it that everybody was going to turn their stuff in at the same time. But at that point I was like, no, I mean, I'm going to be so firm on scheduling this out. (laughs) 
Ha ha. <laughs> Joke's on me. But mm-hmm. it's been really nice, like, being able to look at my calendar. And now when I have calls, I can say, or like sending the proposal, this will not start until middle of March. Right, right, right. It will not go any faster than that. So I now I just need to put those on the calendar right away and have mm-hmm. that, having the project manager get that all that mapped out that I stop being like, yeah, I have like four openings for the first week in March. Let's just take them all. Yes. And remember, that's what she's for is yours. She's the one getting it on the calendar. Right. And that's. That's what I've been missing. And that's how I kept doing this to myself because I wouldn't want to do all of that. And not that I wouldn't want to. I just hadn't worked it out. Mm -hmm. So I know there's light at the end of the tunnel. There really is. I promise. It's your damn dog story over and over for me. I know it. Do you know how many times I've told myself that? (laughs) (laughs) The solution is on the way. Was that like season one? I believe it was. Oh, probably. Yeah. I think, I mean, she was at my old house that she chewed a hole in the wall. Thank God. Um, So it's been a while. Yep. Yep. Okay. But there's one thing I want to talk about really fast. It better be an easy one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, it's probably not, but the, it'll be, we'll be fine. Um, Which is, do you notice like something you keep saying over and over again is I did this to myself. <laughs> right. And I just want to talk about that for a second because I agree with you. Like, you're not wrong, but I think there's a vibe that's coming with it that I'm not feeling. I made it wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, we all do it all to ourselves. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you would be in a position in your own business where you didn't say yes to it to a certain extent, right? Right. But it's just like, again, back to the like, but what am I making that mean? Yes. Like, so I did this can either feel really empowering, like, so I can be the one to undo this. (laughs) So I can easily go back and have new conversations. So I can feel empowered, whatever. Or it can be like, so I am a bad person. So I suck. So I can't be trusted. Yeah. Same content, very different context, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so really important for me to stop Allie on that conversation around, I did this to myself, right? There is so much power in personal responsibility, which of course she's taking, but it's what we make that personal responsibility mean that kind of makes or breaks how we feel about it. If the personal responsibility comes with blame and you know guilt and shame, we have a problem. If the personal responsibility comes with grace and self-acceptance and all of that kind of stuff. It's so different. So yes, personal responsibility is the first step, but what I'm making that mean is really the most important piece of it, right? So personal responsibility that looks like, yes, I made this and I have the power to change it. And I'm so proud of myself for being willing to be a person who grows and changes versus yes, I made these decisions and I feel bad and awful and full of shame about it really, really different. So I really would challenge you if you're listening to this to ask yourself that question. Like if I'm taking personal responsibility, is it through the lens of like self-love and acceptance or is it through the lens of like blame and guilt, right? 
because the second one is going to make you trust yourself so much less and it's going to be so hard to move forward. And the first one is going to skyrocket you, right? Because you can see how if Allie isn't blaming herself for all this, she gets to be like, cool, what are we doing next? What conversation are we having with a client? How do we move forward faster on this? If she's feeling totally in the guilt of all of this, she's just trapped and she's kind of feeling like there's no solution, no way out, and she just has to feel bad because she did a bad thing. No, 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 right? That keeps us stuck. So check in with yourself on that. You know, what flavor is my personal responsibility coming with and how do I really infuse as much grace and acceptance into that as humanly possible? Because again, that's what gets me the results because it's what lets me move forward. What do you think about that? You're right. I mean, I'm saying it in a way of now I'm making it wrong that I did this to myself. How could I possibly ever fix it if I keep doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. What's the answer to that? How could I possibly ever fix it if I keep doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. Because I'm already fixing it. Mm-hmm. I was already taking steps to not be in this again. I mean, yeah. I don't need to... <laughs> I don't need a flag outside saying I screwed up. (laughs) And it's not even really that I screwed up. Like we all do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I so badly don't want to put the blame on somebody else that I just have to be like, I did it. It's fine. (laughs) Blame as in where? I don't know. Like I just don't want, I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying, oh, I did this because so-and-so told me and this client didn't turn something in or, you know, like I, I just like, Mm -hmm. I want to take on the accountability. I did this. I put these dates on my calendar. Like, (laughs) Yeah. So, so say a little bit more about that. Like, I think that there's a big difference between quote unquote blame and like understanding the circumstance. Does that make sense? Yeah. If I can understand like this client turned something in late and so I made this decision because I wanted to please them, then we can, we have the context. It all makes sense versus when you're trying to say like nothing like this has anything to do with anybody else under any circumstance. You're like missing this whole piece of context, number one, but number two you're still making it wrong. So like, that's what we're trying to find is like, oh, well, like I have felt, or, you know, I have had clients that like, you know, took a really long time and then rushed to turn it all in. And so then I had to make a decision based on that. And I made a decision from a place that wasn't the best for me. Cool. I already have processes in place to support that. Cool. I'm already fixing that. Cool. I'm so proud that I'm someone who's like taking it and learning from it. Does that make sense? It does. And I am like, I'm already, God, I've already changed so much about it all. That is there a world in which this happens in this way again? Well, I'm sure it will happen again, but I can, I'm building the tools to find myself not blaming myself or making it wrong or just, just like you just said. Well, like, I mean, this like exact circumstance with clients. Well, God, mm-hmm. I hope not. If I get this whole yeah. thing figured out. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like an empowering thought too. Like, so when I blame myself, I'm almost saying like, and I don't trust that it won't happen again versus like, yeah, I totally made those decisions, but there's not a world in which I make those same decisions again. Right. I mean, the massive amount of clients that I'm working on at the same time right now is not what I 
ever envisioned for mm-hmm. my process, let alone right. like, I really want to be all in on one thing and just really feel it and get it done and design it and then move on to the next one instead of hopping back and forth because revisions and then date changes and, you know, so mm-hmm. I've, I've already been trying to work that and build the process out different. So that doesn't work or doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think we need to have those conversations. That's, I mean, highest priority on the list, right? We need to start time tracking. So we have better context of the new stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think the last thing is really feeling into what is the biggest next goal after this, right? So is the goal hit a certain income level? Is it pull back by X amount of hours? Like, is it, you know, whatever that is, it's fine. But like almost just being like, cool, I'm really clear on the context of what the next goal is. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but sure. Well, the reason that that's important, I'm going to give you that as homework to think about, is because when you're going through this, you know, transitionary period, your brain's going to bounce all over the place. (laughs) It's going to be like, next, I want to make sure I never take on clients again, basically. (laughs) Or it's going to be like, next, I want to make sure I'm making this, you know, huge income. And it's going to like keep bouncing while you're in the middle. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you can kind of be like, no, next, we're focused on this. No, next, we're focused on this. It doesn't mean you have to even do anything about it right now, but it can stop the spin in the interim a little bit. Does that make sense? It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We might not know exactly what that step will be until you get through some of this and until you time track a little bit more and whatever. But if you know what you're moving toward, it still will stop the spin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so I really want to talk about why we ended with this idea of knowing what's next. So it's sort of funny because you think that it's so nuanced in a sense that Ali sort of came to this call being like, what am I going to do next? What's the thing to fix all of this? And I was like, no, 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 no. We got to figure out what's going on here. And then at the end, it kind of came back around to, okay, what's next? And so I really want to explain why that's different. So at the beginning of the conversation, it was more like, how do I fix this thing? Like it was like an itch I needed to scratch and urgency and intensity, right? And now at the end, it's like, okay, I can see exactly what's going on here. And I have context of that. And I know what I need to do right now, i.e. I'm not tapping out of the right now to figure out what's next. I know what I need to do right now and it's have these difficult conversations. But I can also know what the vision is for what's next. I don't have to know the how, I don't have to know the steps because quite honestly, there are things we need to figure out before that as we had talked about, right? But if I know what I'm focused on next, it helps me start getting excited about that. It helps me start getting clear on that. It helps me start feeling like there's a reason to do the difficult things I'm doing now. If I'm using what's next as a reason not to do the difficult things I need to do now, that's when it gets hard. So there's so much like 
you know, intricacy there in a sense where it's like, if I'm using it to tap out of the difficult stuff, it's not helping me. If I'm using it as a motivator to move through the difficult stuff, it's really positive. So I just wanted to kind of frame that up at the end here because I do think it can get a little confusing when it's appropriate to kind of lean into that and when it's not. But really walking through that process of like, how do we deal with what's happening now so that we can get excited about what's next is what's key. And again, what we don't want to do is use thinking about what's next as a way to tap out of the difficult things we need to do now. Right? So look at that in your own frame. Like, are you going through some of that more challenging stuff like Ali is? And then do you have that vision for why and what's next? And is it pulling you forward? Or are you kind of always planning what's next so you don't have to like have the tough conversation right now or whatever that is for you? Check in with yourself on that this week. Does that feel like something fun to think about or no? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I feel unconvinced. Yes. Okay, okay. Are you sure? You can tell me if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right now it feels like one more thing, but I I I understand the reasoning behind it. So yes, I mean, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to spend like an hour journaling on it or whatever. It might just be the thing you think about in the shower. Well. Instead of thinking about all the ways you fucked up, right? That's where all the best <laughs> ideas come from. Yes. Right. I mean, it's the thing you think about, you know, while you're working out versus thinking about all the ways you're mad at yourself. Like it just starts to reframe that a little bit. Yeah. Does that feel okay? It does. Okay. So when are we going to have those client conversations? Back? <laughs> well, when I figure out my calendar and then I relook at an- and analyze everything, um, hopefully by the end of the week. Yes. It's Monday. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. But also, and to give to give you a hard time here, because obviously, why would we not, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing today. What you really want to think about is how can my project manager look at all of that? Yes. Hey, project manager friend. Mm-hmm. I know her name. I don't know why I said that. but Because I haven't said her name on here either. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. So, um, hey, like my my overwhelm is too high right now. Like the schedule just isn't working. I know I said yes to a lot of these things, but it doesn't feel good to me. I need to make some changes. Ideally, I want to be in a position where we're blank. You know, I'm only working X amount a week or like we're moving these three projects, like whatever makes the most sense to communicate to her in terms of like what y'all um, have based that calendar on. Can you tell me what options we have in terms of moving things? And then I will personally decide and then talk to those clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you take all that on, there's no point in having her, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that that's where like right now my brain is a little spinning too, because like her hours for the month are already almost up. And yet we have almost a week and a half left still. So wait, what? Yeah. So like my my client my project management. Oh, process, you're on different. You're not on like an actual monthly. You're talking about. Well, like I think I signed like in the, on the 16th or something like that or whatever. Okay. Okay. This makes sense. To um, me. Okay. Go ahead. So, like my project management isn't built out in ClickUp yet. So then, 
I'm not seeing all of that there. So I have it in like a Google calendar right now. And like, it's just still all over the place. And then we're still working on the workflow. And maybe I just need to say like, I need this worked out. I will pay extra because I have said that, but I think I just need to be more vocalized on it. Because I think that that's why I also feel so heavy about it of, well, we're working on this, but I'm just not getting anywhere. Like, <laughs> What feels like the not getting anywhere part, just like fully articulate that because you can't see it in ClickUp yet. Yeah. Like I think it's because we originally started working on getting all of like a client dashboard and the clients in ClickUp, but then we started mm. writing out the workflow and stuff in Google Docs. And I don't... It's because I wanted it done yesterday. Not her fault, not my mm-hmm. fault, but like, <laughs> right, right, totally. We're just in the middle of it right now that I'm like in the middle of everything that I don't know if she could lay it out and see it differently because she doesn't see all of the steps because they're not built out in ClickUp. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no. <laughs> like, I totally hear what you mean, but I also do think like sometimes we just have to ask for people to support us and see where they can. Right. Like she might totally be able to surprise you and be like, yes, let me at least put a few options together for you. Here's what that could look like. Cool. Or she might be like, hey, I can't see that right now, but I'm actually working on X, Y, Z this week and click up. So maybe we'll be able to see it by Thursday. Okay. Or whatever. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know what the exact outcome is going to be on her end, but like really powerful to just not shy away from asking because you think there's this way in which she might also blah, 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 not be able to help be overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. You see what I mean? Right. Because your tendency is like, again, almost like not put it on anyone else, not put it on the client, not put it on her, take it all on. And then that's how we get back in that cycle. Absolutely. That's what I do. Right. So this is total that cycle break of like, it might be imperfect. It might be hard for her to figure out. But at the same time, that's also why you hired her. So let's see. Right. Okay. And it's not like we're going to fire her if she can't, <laughs> right? But, like, also, sure, fuck, it doesn't hurt to ask. Right. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Where it's, like, just the asking is the shift there? It is. Yes. Yeah. Just, like, it's going to be the shift with these clients. Just the ask of going back to them and being able to say, hey, this day actually does need to shift and here's what that's going to look like. That's where you break the pattern. Right. Feel true? It does. Yes. Okay. So next task then is right when we get off here, you're sending her a message. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yay. You're going to keep me posted? I will. I'll send you 400 <laughs> like, messages. I get done being mad at you. <laughs> after I have three days of silence to process all of this. <laughs> Okay, so goal is talk to um, project manager today, get client emails out by the end of this week, and start time tracking. And then from there, we will kind of reevaluate, like, with that in mind, what feels possible next. Yes? Yes. Cool. All right. Reach out to me. Keep me posted. You're doing great. (laughs) You can do hard things. It's going to be okay. Yes. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. 
And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.